distraction, every thought, every worry, Lord, and just uh, acknowledge you, God. And I just pray by the power of your spirit, God, that you would just show us if there's anything that you're inviting us to trust you with for the sake of the people around us getting free. And I thank you, Lord, where our emotions and our thoughts would be used against us, God, to bring us into oppression, how you're teaching us how to surrender those things to you, God, that they would be a gift that would bring freedom to the people that are around us. And I thank you, God, that you're in every person that's here, that you've gifted every person that's here, that you're speaking to every person that's here, God, that you're working in everybody that's here, Lord. And if we're anybody's feeling anything specifically or they've been thinking weird stuff or it doesn't have to be negative, it could be something positive. We thank you, God, that you've given us the authority, Lord, over the enemy, God. You've given us your approval, God, so we can bless other people with it. I thank you that our faith, Lord, is an open door for the kingdom to manifest. And uh, I just pray, Lord, anybody that doesn't feel like they fit in or they don't belong, God, anybody that's been battling any rejection or just uh, feeling like they need to walk on eggshells or they're not part of the inner crowd or anything, whatever that spirit may be, Lord, whether it's the orphan spirit or the rejection, God. We just uh, thank you, Jesus, for victory over it this morning, God. Anybody that's been battling with any stress, we just thank you for your victory over it, Jesus. We just say yes to freedom over stress, anxiety, any fears of tomorrow. Anybody that's been battling with the fear of losing a loved one because of sickness or any other reason. God, we just thank you for victory over the spirit of death in Jesus' name, Lord. And I just pray, God, this morning that you would just... Uh, Shine your light on any familiar spirits that are normal for us, but you want us to be free from, Lord. Any oppression that we've been okay with, but you're like, no, I want you to be completely free. I thank you how you're, as we meet God, I thank you how you're raising our standard, our expectation of what freedom looks like, what our expectation of what the kingdom manifesting in us and through us looks like, God our expectation of miracles and testimonies, God. I thank you for continuing to raise the bar in our life, Lord. As we're looking to you as the head, Jesus. Does anybody get anything? <clears throat> yeah, I feel... Um, just, yeah, we just thank you for um, just freedom over anxiety like specifically God and if it's something that Erica's carrying um, almost like maybe anxiety coming from like the spirit of religion like just 
her feeling like now that she's now that she knows who Jesus is, like feeling like she has to do something for him or just mm-hmm. anybody feeling like that here, God, we just thank you for just victory over that in Jesus name. And, um, I, I realized, like I started feeling like there was, um, some of the anxiety was like rooted in like time, like the just bondage of time. Mm. And then I realized on the way over here, I was like super heavy under that. Um, just trying to get here, trying to get here. And, um, yeah, God. So if anybody's carrying any fear of just, um, mm. like just the time, like what time it is and getting I have the been. Thing, so I receive it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we just thank you for, um, yeah, God. just freedom for <clears throat> God and, and just the timing. And we just thank you that you exist outside of time, God. And yeah, that's God. where you're taking us and bringing us, God. And yeah, we just thank you for just breaking any, um, way that the enemy uses time to keep our focus off of you and yeah, your yes, perfect timing. Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. I just realized what it was that Urban said that I didn't understand. I think it's the name of the island. Does anybody know this island? That's what I thought it was, but he said she totally cracked up. And these guys are like awesome, like just going out there. And like I said, gnarly evangelist. And um, just, yeah encouraging one another to go out and do what they do but it says God's loving hand sending me to ten t-e-n-e-r-i-f-e is that uh, is that the name of the island oh okay cool maybe it's not the, or maybe it's part of the Canary Islands no okay got it perfect so yeah God I thank you for just their mission out there and what you have them doing and Again, I thank you for just uh, Ludwig texting, and I thank you for how you're, I feel like God's saying right now, and it's not that it's not applicable because it's just something to rejoice over, that there's pockets all over the world that are experiencing just that coming back to simple faith in Jesus and how God's going to bring those pockets together, and it's going to be a movement that, you know, the whole end times revival thing. And Lord, I thank you that you're giving us for faith for those that are battling with religion, spiritual pride, all of that stuff, that we can be part of that end day revival, Lord, as we're just a big, huge yes to the Father's will being done. And a big, huge yes to Jesus accomplishing and finish, finishing what he finished on the cross. I thank you for that sensitivity, Lord, to just constantly abiding in you to what you're saying and what you're doing, that we're constantly following you, Lord. Believing that you're working, pressing past, Lord, the unbelief, and just watching people's lives get changed, Lord. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name. I feel like, too, like, just a word of encouragement. Like, <coughs> I was seeing with Erica, just her, which we're all, like, super, you know, special to the kingdom and, like, have our gifts, but I was seeing her, you know, like, that this was just like a huge deal and just because of who she is and um I just feel like like God's just reminding us to like that the you know just rejoicing in in the pushback or the fight or whatever like what you were sharing seven too because your positioning in the kingdom of God is just so big you know like mm-hmm. he's, we just have 
I just am seeing people like with their just huge, huge authority and worthiness, and that's why like the enemy is just trying so hard to keep people out of that, you know, and and so just rejoicing in in who you are and in, in Jesus and how you're going to be used and how um, the victory you're receiving is just going to be a testimony and specifically like used for that gift or calling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you guys want to hear something funny? So, uh, <clears throat> last night, <clears throat> like, I woke up twice in the middle of the night, and I felt like God was saying, like, this is what I want you to talk about tomorrow. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I would try to go back to sleep, and I knew if I didn't write it down, then I was not going to remember it. I was going to wake up in the morning and be like, dang it. Like, God totally told me, but I blew it by not writing it down. And so... Uh, this has happened to me before, you know, like Urban was here like one day and we just met. He had just got here for the NAM show. And uh, this isn't what I was going to share, but this is even better. <laughs> then I'll get back to the other thing. So anyways, I woke up one day and I met Urban. We He loves IHOP. So we went over to IHOP and we we're hanging out over there. And he's talking and we're just catching up dude it's been so good you know so good to see you and just talking about all the cool stuff god's doing and i looked at my phone and i had this note that was on my phone that i woke up in the middle of the night and i'm like oh my god like in the middle of the night i'm like dude this is going to change lives this is like one of the most profound things i've ever experienced so i forgot about it but i had written it down in my in my phone and I knew it had to do with Urban because he's a drummer that's his whole thing like he's a super gnarly drummer he's so much more than a drummer but he loves drums right and so uh, is there are you guys out of toilet paper yeah that's what I'm getting for him yeah dude that's using the prophetic gift in a powerful way right there <laughs> and so uh, I looked on my phone and it said sloth industries taking it slow <laughs> And I was like, what does that even mean? You know? And I realized I had a dream about a sloth playing drums. And it said, sloth industries taking it slow. And I was like, and I thought it was the most deep, profound thing ever in my dream. And it was so, we, me and Urban always say, sloth industries taking it slow. It makes no sense whatsoever. And so I woke up this morning like, okay, I thought God was speaking to me. Let me see what my phone says, you know. <laughs> but it was actually something like good. <laughs> sloth. I'm going to still make that t-shirt. It says sloth industries, taking it slow. With a sloth playing a drum. And people are going to be like, what does that mean? <laughs> Dude. <clears throat> So one of the things that I texted that I felt like was that was God last night, it says, like aces getting tossed. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it literally says dot, 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 like aces getting tossed. And I'm like, okay, what is that supposed to mean? I have no clue what it means. But I have scripture references, so I think I know what I was saying. So... Like uh, a couple, I don't remember how many months ago it was, but like a few months ago, I've shared this at the shop before, like I was writing and I was on my way home from writing and out of nowhere, I got this super graphic image of like a girl being naked or like something like super graphic. And I was like, oh my gosh, like get out of my head. 
and like God opened up my eyes to the spirit in that moment in time. And it was such a trip because I was at a fork in the road in that single moment in time. I was at a fork in the road and God's all, you can either try to fight this lust, this thought off. And it wasn't anything that's out of the normal. It's not like I'm so perfectly pure. Like there's always thoughts that are looking for agreement, right? Yeah. So, and that's, you know, and I used to, <laughs> and I used to always, yeah, I used to always think that the mind of Christ was never having an impure thought. And God's like, no, like I was tempted in every area. The difference was I never responded to it, right. you know? You, yeah, well, your faith just grows and you're just like, you resist the enemy. But yes. the enemy, and I th- feel like in Christianity, we're like, oh, God's going to like remove the enemy. And God's like, why would I do that? That's what's making you stronger, you know? So the super graphic thought came in. I th- I'm assuming, I can't even remember what it was, but I think it was probably something like that. The super graphic thought came in my head and I was like, oh my gosh, like it wasn't like even tempting. It was like, dude, just distraction, you yeah. know? And so I was like, no. And God opened my eyes up to the spirit and it was such a trip because what I was seeing was God's all, you can go one of two ways right now. You can try to fight this off in religion, you know, and I saw me like with like a torch or with a light, I was a light and I would have instantly engaged in the darkness. I wouldn't have been covered by Jesus anymore or he's all, or you can trust me. Regardless of feeling guilty, regardless of feeling ashamed, regardless of feeling whatever, you can trust me. And if you do, you'll stay in the light. And I was like, whoa, that's freaking crazy. But our tendency is, oh, dude, I need to do something about it, which brings us out of faith. And then we're engaging the enemy, you know. And I was like, oh, that's such a trip. That's so contrary to religion, you know. And he goes, that's what abiding in me looks like. You're trusting me regardless of what the enemy's throwing at you, you know? And I knew when I was sleeping last night, God's like, I want you to talk about what it looks like to abide in me. And we've been talking like, you know, I think it came up the last couple of days about how someone gave that word, but it was about how they're covered and how the enemy can't see them because they're in faith. Do you remember who yeah, shared that word? It was um they were invisible. It was that yes, guy. Exactly. And the guy Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Remember? Yep, for sure. The new guy. Yeah. The yeah, the bigger guy, guy the bigger Mexican guy. dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That makes you yep. Justin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the other Justin. Right, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I knew, like, I knew God was saying that, uh, like, I want you to talk about the reality of what it looks like, because I feel like in Christianity we can be like, oh yeah, I trust Jesus. But like a zillion thoughts have slipped by to where you're not even walking in the light. You're just getting freaking owned and distracted by the darkness because you don't really realize trusting in Jesus is freaking second to second. It's a full-time job. Being a believer is an all-consuming job. It's glorious because we get to experience the kingdom and we're trading it in for the world. But people don't realize it's like moment to moment, second to second. You know, that's our fight that we're in. But it becomes more natural as we learn how to walk in it by the power of the Spirit. And so I just wanted to share a couple of scriptures. So uh, like we've talked about John fifteen five before, the whole we're the extension of God instead of trying to make God the extension of us. I'm the vine, you're the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he that bears much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing. 
So it's not just, I'm a Christian, like, you know, like God do something. It's in that moment, like in this very moment right now, when I'm acknowledging Jesus and trusting him, I am abiding in him. When I'm not, I'm not. Does abiding mean following? Um, yeah, like resting in or like, you know, and where Paul talks about, it's no longer my life that's living, living my life in Jesus. Like I don't identify as myself. He's talking about that. I am completely abiding in Jesus. And so I think what we don't realize a lot of the time is I come in and out of abiding all day long. Like I'll trust Jesus and 30 seconds later, I could be battling with whatever, you know, but he's bringing us to the place to where we're constantly abiding in him. Does that make sense? Yeah, that and he's saying, he's been showing me that's what it means to, to like live in the light, right? And so I'm like, God, but there's this other message I really want to share. And I was like, but I'll know it's you because if it's this message that you want me to share, somebody's going to be wearing the t-shirt with the hand and the torch. Yeah, be And Blaze are both wearing it, <laughs> you know? And I was like, dude, that's freaking crazy. So when I walked in and you guys are both wearing it, I'm like, dude. We're brothers. And I, and I thought, there's no way that Justin's going to be wearing it because he wore it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, his bad like, hygiene is actually speaking of the kingdom. You know? What's that? Did you? You guys both have the same shirt on. You dirtbags. Dude. Yes. Well, that's why, That's if you guys hadn't worn them today, then I wouldn't have been gotten a confirmation. So anyways, the, the, the whole message, dude, the whole message behind that shirt, that artwork, is that experience. And I know I've shared it at the shop before. So that's what that shirt means. It's a hand with a torch. And this is the scripture that goes with it. And then we'll do a prophetic exercise. So in Ephesians, don't lose me because I'm going to share a couple of scriptures. And I love this scripture because it says the word coffin in it. <laughs> and that shirt is a coffin with a hand holding a torch, you know. And then there's bats that are halfway in the light and halfway out. And there you go, Justin. Show it off. <laughs> Show it off. <laughs> And the bats represents those thoughts that are trying to bring us out of faith to bring us in the darkness where Jesus is saying it, just trust in me one moment, one second at a time and abide in me and it'll drive out the darkness. Okay, but sometimes the temptation to, can be to... Figure it out? No. Oh. To seek Jesus, which could look at like religion like a one more check on the to-do list like yep. seek his face to, so that it'll get whatever to go away or whatever but yep. there's another element to that where it's like you can't you can't seek his face because you don't have faith or you're battling with this or this and that and yep. it's taking you out of the kingdom and so I've also experienced like pushing past that thought and being like no He's here with me right now. I don't care what I feel like. I don't care what's going on. And then that's, so it's different every time. So that's what gets me a little bit. It's, it's different every time, but it's like we were talking about last night. My temptation in that moment was to agree with guilt and shame or whatever it may have been that would redirect me off of Jesus and onto myself. So there's some tricks that are always the same with spiritual warfare. 
and like we talked about last night, the enemy will always redirect you to yourself. The Holy Spirit will always redirect you to Jesus. That's how you'll know the difference. Like it can seem like there's people that are probably preaching that right now. Like, hey, if you're battling with lust, this is what you need to do. Seems like the logical explanation. But if it's not pointing people to Jesus, it's not the Holy Spirit. If you're struggling with lust, you have to destroy your computer. Or this is what the Bible says. So you need to do these things. That's great, but you're redirecting them to self-righteousness. And it may work for a little bit, but it's not going to produce spiritual fruit. You know? Pushing past the thoughts so that you can, like, continuously pushing past because it's going to try to keep coming until you kind of, like you say, break through and... Right. Yeah, not to get too like weird or spiritual or whatever, but what's actually happening when you're doing that is you're pressing past the second heaven and you're entering in to the place God's prepared for you in God's presence where you're actually functioning from authority. Do you know? You're not under self-righteousness or condemnation or fear or whatever. You're pressing past that. The only way you can get past that veil is through what? Faith in Jesus. So you're pressing past that self-condemnation and all the other crap so you can agree and be led by what Jesus has done and what God is doing to the glory of God. You're no longer doing it because you're protecting yourself or whatever. So that's actually what's happening in the Spirit. You know? Yep, exactly. Because he's a good teacher. Like, you know? Absolutely, for sure. You know? And so uh, I'm not sh- I know what God was saying through this. One of the things that I wrote down. Actually, I'm not even going to share that yet. So uh, I want to read that scripture that's on the shirt. It's Ephesians 5 8. It says, Once your life was full of sin's darkness. But now you have the very light of the Lord shining through you because of your union with him. And again, I want to like, you know, it's like moment to moment. It's not just, hey, I'm a Christian. We are Christians. But walking in the light is like this constant like acknowledgement. Acknowledge me in all of your ways and I'll guide your steps. Not acknowledge me like for two seconds in the morning and then expect like to see victories all throughout the day you know like we're being transformed by the renewing of our mind we were talking about it last night we're always being led by something whether we realize it or not you know and god's jealous over the things that are leading us so we can be led by the holy spirit which is the spirit of love you know there's another scripture in first john 3 that says abide in me and follow my commands and anything you ask for i'll do And those commandments, he goes on to say, those commandments are to trust in Jesus and to love one another. That's the fruit of the Spirit. When we're abiding in Jesus, the fruit of the Spirit is going to be us trusting in Jesus and loving each other. Am I losing anybody? No? Okay. So... It says, and the supernatural fruits, or it says, to live as children flooded with his revelation light, and the supernatural fruits of his light will be seen in you. Receive this as a promise. God's bringing us to the place where we're constantly abiding in him, and this is his promise to us. The supernatural fruits of his light will be seen in you. Goodness, righteousness, and truth. You will learn to choose what is beautiful to our Lord. Don't even associate with the servants of darkness because they have no fruit in them. Instead, reveal the truth to them. The very things they do in secret are too vile and filthy to even mention. Whatever, I love this scripture. I think I shared this a couple weeks ago. Whatever the revelation light exposes, 
right? So whatever the revelation light exposes, it will also correct. That's the difference between the conviction of the Holy Spirit and the accuser of the brethren. Did you guys get that? So the difference between the Holy Spirit and the accuser of the brethren, it says whatever the revelation light, the Holy Spirit is the revelation light. He's the convictor. He's the one that's guiding us into the fullness of Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. So it says whatever the revelation light exposes, it will also correct. And, and everything that reveals truth is light to the soul. So what he's saying is when I, that thought came into my head, the Holy Spirit's allowing it to happen and I can either go into religion and in my own self-righteousness try to like fight this thing off or I can be like, oh yeah, you're just showing me an area where I can trust Jesus that I can have complete victory over this area. And he goes, yep, you just received a, a reminder of what Jesus has done as opposed to, okay, I need to fight this in my own strength. And then I saw in this vision in the Spirit me getting sucked into the dark. So, when you're getting that thought, you know, and you said you can go into religion or you can go into trusting Jesus, so the only those are the only options, or other people can go into, like, spiritual pride or, like, other things, or is it that you can go into religion? Everything other than abiding in Christ is darkness. Okay. And in my mind at that moment, there were two options that were both good. But I'm supposed to resist the enemy, and I'm supposed to pray, and I'm supposed to so do this. And he goes, dude... You're going to come out of the light. If As soon as you take your eyes off me and you stop trusting me, it's going to suck you out of the light. By thinking you're supposed to be doing these things instead of being like, I can just trust Jesus. Instead of focusing on what God is doing like Jesus was and focusing on what I'm supposed to be doing. Because mm -hmm. who am I putting my faith in at that you're moment not. in time? 100%. It's yeah. self-righteousness. You've been talking a lot about self lately. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not you. I know. I'm just <laughs> So uh, just receiving that as a promise. The Holy Spirit doesn't condemn us or make us feel guilty. He exposes stuff because he's correcting us. He's like, dude, you haven't received victory in this area. Whatever the revelation light exposes, it will also correct. And everything that reveals truth is light to the soul. This is why the scripture says, are you ready? Here's the scripture on the shirt. Arise, you sleeper. Rise up from your coffin and the anointed one will shine his light in you. Isn't that rad? So he's basically saying, repent, put your faith in Jesus at this moment in time, and you're going to be abiding in the light. And you're going to be exposing the darkness everywhere you go, not condemning other people, but being like, hey, guy, you're not walking in faith. You know? What's up? Can we help you with something? How are you doing? I'm good. Wow. <laughs> No, I was letting Julia get settled. All right. So, uh, this is something that I haven't shared before that I felt like God was saying last night. Julia, you get settled. No pressure. <clears throat> Wow, that was fast. So we're talking about how abiding in Jesus and walking in the light, like it talks about in Ephesians 5, 8, is moment to moment and second to second. And as soon as we're like tempted with stuff, if we respond to it 
like in our own hey could you guys get settled over there my gosh so anyways so instead of responding in our own strength to try to fight off the enemy as we're continuing to trust Jesus we're actually staying in the light you know and I was wanting to share something else about us being God's temple and I was like God if this is a word from you somebody will be wearing the shirt with Ephesians 5 8 and Blaze and Justin are both wearing it isn't that cool so yeah it's true yeah so that just means they need more shirts. So we'll take up an offering afterwards for really them. I was just telling Blaze, like, this is one of my favorite shirts, but I only carefully ch- choose when to wear it because I might not know the more I wash it, the more it's going to, like... Dude, don't dry it. I can't. I'm not going to take it out and, like, let it hang. I'm going to stick it in the dryer. Right? Dude, yeah, they last forever if you don't dry them. No. I have shirts that I've had for, like, 15 years probably, you know? So, well, you don't dry them? I don't dry them, Sarah, just wash them. Yeah, me too. That's the only reason my pants stay black for as long as they do. It's because okay. I don't wash them. Otherwise, they would, you know. I don't wear black because they so quick. I'm not I, even kidding you. Yeah, I don't wear, yeah, I just never dry any of my clothes. Yep. Just don't wash your underwear and just don't dry your shirts. <laughs> That's my philosophy. I'll share something really, really quick. Right. So when I did martial arts years and years ago when I was doing jujitsu, I totally misunderstood my coach and I didn't wash my gi. And I didn't know. And I didn't wash my gi. What we're doing, we were training four days a week and I didn't wash my gi probably for three months. And he was doing something, he had me to choke, he had, me, he had my back or something, he smelled my, I think he smelled my lapel or something, he's like, he's like, when was the last time you washed this? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I never washed this. And he told me not to. He's like, no, dude. He's like, you don't wash your belts. He's like, go take this thing. He's like, you know, like, blah, blah, blah percent of your sweat is urine? I was like, no. Oh. Wash your geese. So you wash your geese, you just don't dry them. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. so funny. Yep. Yep. So uh, to sum up the gist of what we were talking about, one of my favorite scriptures we talk about all the time, Galatians 5, where it says, when we're trying to keep the law, like in our own strength, like what happens? Does anybody know? Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. So it says, we fall out of grace, right? So one of the things God was showing me in the middle of the night last night is he was saying, and I'm still like, I know there's more revelation to it. He's all, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. Right? So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. And I'm like, okay. And he was showing me that when we're abiding in Jesus, when we're trusting in Jesus, we're coming under that spirit of grace. Like, how can I say that? Because that's what it says in the Bible. God exalts the humble and gives grace to the humble and he resists the proud. So when I'm not trusting Jesus, I'm in some sort of pride. Because I'm like, I can do it. And God's like, no, you can't, but you can try and I'll allow you to until you humble yourself so you can receive the grace that you need in this area. Are you guys following me? So anytime we're not abiding in Christ, we're not trusting him, we're under the curse of someone that's trying to do it in their own strength. And that's exactly what the Bible says. In Galatians 3, Jesus became the curse so we can come under the blessing, which is God's grace, which is the Holy Spirit. That's what it goes on to say. 
So I was like, that's so rad, Holy Spirit. You're the spirit of grace. And he's all, that's what I'm teaching you is to continue to abide in Jesus so you're constantly like in the spirit of grace, right? So easy. And it, oh, dude, it's not easy. That's the fight. No, but like once you get into Oh, that, yes. That's the, but we, it's like so anti everything in my being. Yep. Why? Because of our rebellion, we're like, I can do it. And God's like, no, you can't, you know? And Hebrews 4, that's what it says. They never entered into the uh, the spirit of grace. They never entered into the promised land. Why? Because they didn't receive the promises in faith. They didn't make it about God. They made it about them. And that's, the promised land is available. The kingdom, Jesus said, repent. The kingdom is at hand. That's the Christian message. Not you're going to go to heaven someday. It's the kingdom right now in Urban and his buddy were praying for that girl. The kingdom is at hand. Put your faith in Jesus and the things you're longing for and you're needing are available right now. Not you're going to go to heaven someday. You'll experience the Holy Spirit, the kingdom of God, righteousness, peace, and joy as you turn and put your faith in Jesus. That's our message. But if we don't believe it, if we're not experiencing it, we're just functioning from the darkness, being like, hey, I'm being a good Christian. You need to trust in Jesus. Uh, because if it's just religion and it's not the good news of, hey, you can, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about that part. If it doesn't make sense. Don't worry about it. So, but the whole spirit of grace thing I thought was so incredibly cool. And for whatever reason, you guys can help me figure this out. I felt like God was saying, like, and I've always kind of looked at the internet as the modern day Tower of Babel. Like, it's obviously not good. It's brought humanity together to where we're like, okay, we can figure everything out. We got one another. We don't need God, right? Yes. But, but last night, God was like, I'm the spirit of grace. And he goes, it's kind of like having the internet. And I was like, what does that mean? And I was seeing a picture of the access that we have to the kingdom of God when we're abiding in Jesus is like having Wi-Fi. Oh. And I was like, whoa, that's freaking awesome. If the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth and we're looking anywhere other than him for the answers, we're freaking idiots. If he's the spirit, he's the source of truth. But when we're abiding in Christ, God's revealing to us the not only the accessibility that we have to the kingdom, but how much information is there from the internet? But he doesn't answer as fast as Google, though. That's true. Sometimes he does, though. <laughs> you know? Sometimes he does. So he's showing me it's like having constant Wi-Fi to where everywhere you're going, you're like, oh, Jesus, like I'm trusting you, I'm acknowledging you, and we're having constant Wi-Fi everywhere we go. But when we're not abiding in Christ, it's like we got the phone, we got the computer, we got whatever, but we don't have access to the kingdom. Jesus is the password to log. Get onto the Wi-Fi. Dude! That's what Psalms 100 says in the uh, Passion Translation. It says, thank, thank you, Jesus, is the password into the gates of the kingdom or whatever. Isn't that rad? Really? Yeah. That's what I was talking about, thanking Jesus, because we're entering in through the password, which is basically just faith, faith yeah. in Jesus, you know? Mm -hmm. So, 
It's it's funny because it's deep, but it's the same thing that we talk about every week, just in a different way. <laughs> Yeah, God woke me up in the middle of the night, and I wrote it down. Didn't you hear me say, what's more deep than this when God wakes you up and you write down, like, aces getting tossed? So what is that that is deep revelation. I have no idea. <laughs> I think at that moment when I wrote that down, what I really meant to write is we fall out of grace. And I was referring to Galatians 5, which is we fall out of grace the spirit of grace when we're trying to do anything in our own strength. And what was the, the phrase again? I have no idea. Like, like, like aces tossed. getting tossed. You never throw away pocket aces. Dude, yeah. I have no idea. Stupid thing to do. So <laughs> another thing I wrote down was Hebrews 11. And I put, um, the Holy Spirit is the internet, the spirit of grace. Like Hebrews 11, which is the whole, it's impossible to please God apart from faith because you have to believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those that seek him. So grace is available to us in him, but we have to believe that he is like that girl. She, for whatever reason, said, okay, I'm trusting. I'm going to put my faith in Jesus. And then she got to experience the forgiveness and salvation. You know, it's been there for her the whole time. But as she received it, as she believed in Jesus, she, a door opened for her, you know. So how can we do that as a prophetic exercise? So, Lord, I just thank you, God, for uh, that word, Lord. And I just thank you how to take the, you know, Andy asked such a good question last night, God, just about, well, there's people that are going to hell and there's people that are like stuck, that have been stuck for a zillion years. Like what, what's the difference between them and the people that are growing in you if God is faithful to finish the work that he started? And Lord, I thank you just to uh, answer that question is faith lord it's us trusting you we have the option to whether we're going to trust you or ourselves every second of every day god and i thank you that you humble us lord not to punish us god but to keep us tapped in to the spirit of grace lord you humble us lord so we can learn to put our faith in you jesus in ways we never have before so the kingdom can work not just in us, but through us, God. That everywhere we go, Lord, we would go knowing that we have something to offer, Lord. Knowing that our life is an invitation, Lord. That people would experience your fruit in us and through us, God. In a way that would bring them freedom and it would satisfy them in a, world, or a way that the world never could. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, would you just... Uh, Show us any areas in our lives this morning, God, where we've been trying to do it in our own strength, Lord, where the enemy's been pulling us, our understanding's been pulling us out of the light and into the darkness. And we just invite you, Lord, we thank you that you're the one that continues to bring us back into the light. You don't give up on us, Lord. You continue to bring it. Bring us back into the light. You continue to invite us to put our faith in Jesus instead of ourselves, God. And I am getting this picture of God doing something miraculous. And he's like, man, I want to do this miraculous thing in this other person's life or through you. And as you trust me in this area, you're going to see the kingdom advance. So just allow God to show you an area where he's like, will you just trust me in this area?
Stop trying to figure it out. Stop thinking about it. Acknowledge me so I can reveal to you what I accomplished on the cross in this area so it can manifest. And I thank you for just breaking off condemnation this morning, accusation, shame, guilt, Lord. You got something? Um, I'm doing a prophetic exercise. Okay. No, but I feel like um, God's. Did you just ask me? Did we just do a prophetic exercise? In the bathroom. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if you had to ask me that, then I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> dealt with it then it's still going to like give the effects of it or whatever just how like it brings like witchcraft just brings like the hopelessness and like the depression and all the stuff that like comes with it like even if you're like oh cool like I'm good now it's like no it's actively pushing you back into that place and that's like your default and you don't know just because that agreement is still there yeah like I was sharing yesterday like I was really battling with control and God was like Control is basically witchcraft. He's all, it's the counterfeit of you trusting me because you're wanting to control things because you're afraid, yeah. you know. So, here, pray it. Okay. So, God, I thank you for uh, just taking the blinders up, God, and just showing, showing us your light on top of everything in the Lord and just showing us all the, the scratches and bumps, God, that we didn't know were there, Lord, that you just want to buff out, Lord, and just deal with, God, and I thank you for uh, victory over witchcraft, Lord, and that it doesn't have any place here, God, and as soon as it's exposed, God, and we just can recognize it, God, it doesn't have any power over us anymore, Lord, I thank you for all the ways it can manifest, like depression and suicide and control, Lord, and anything that makes you want to have your own outcome in a situation, God, that you feel like you have the... The, the say in what's going on, Lord, when it really is you, God, and we just surrender, God, to you, and we surrender to your plans, Lord, and even when it's uh, it's hopeless, God, or seemingly hopeless, Lord, we just continue to ask that you'd continue to redirect us to thanking you, Lord, and just thanking you back into your presence so that we are able to see your plans, God, because there's mm. always hope when we're, like, paying attention to your plans, God, and there's always a place to, mm. a place to stay, Lord, even if we don't necessarily feel better, just that we can see, mm. Lord, what you're doing, and that, like, it, you are making things better constantly. Right. Okay, so the knowledge of good and evil is, like, kind of the root of rebellion, right, which is all witchcraft, right? Mm. So 
Eating of the knowledge of good and evil. I totally got revelation when you were praying just now. Eating of the knowledge of good and evil. Wait, you can't go to the bathroom yet. (laughs) Okay, Andy, get back in here. Okay. So the knowledge of good and evil is like rebellion at its core. Why? Because instead of trusting God, they started thinking and trying to figure out what was best for them, right? So I got it. I understand the internet word now. So, and I've been saying this for a long time because I feel like God said it. The internet is the counterfeit Holy Spirit. And I was like, it is 100%. Why? Because we're leaning on our understanding other men's knowledge in order to get answers. And I feel like God was saying, what I'm doing this morning is I'm showing you the accessibility that you have to the supernatural internet, which is the Holy Spirit. Is that, are you guys following me? And so I've had an encounter I've shared before, like it was super trippy, one of the craziest experiences of my life, but I went hyperspeed and ended up, I thought I was going to die, but I went hyperspeed and I ended up in this room that was in heaven and there was all of these screens there. Every time I looked at a screen, like I would just get information about what God was doing, right? And so when Seven was praying just now, I felt like God was saying, I've given you guys all access to this place where instead of looking at the internet, going to Google, leaning on your understanding or other people's understanding, you're accessing me and I'm giving you the answers that you're looking for. Like that takes faith to be like, okay, I'm not going to look, boom, to the easy way. God, I'm going to look to you. Acknowledge me and I'll guide your steps, right? So even if you got something with the other thing, we're going to do this really quick. So close your eyes. And you can share either one. So close your eyes. So Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for just uh, through faith in you, Jesus, trusting in you the access that we have, Lord, to the truth. And I just want you guys to picture that You're entering past the veil, which is the second heaven. All of the understanding, the rebellion, the witchcraft, and we're repenting as we're entering past that. God, we're sorry for leaning on our understanding. We're sorry, Father, for leaning on the the knowledge of the world, the wisdom of the world, God. All the deception, the just living in rebellion. We repent of rebellion, witchcraft, self-righteousness, all of it, Lord. And like children... We're entering in. I want you to picture that you're entering into like this control room. And I want you to imagine that you're walking up to a computer that's there in this room. And it's like God's like, I've made a place for you here. You might as well get comfortable here because you have access to what I'm saying and I'm doing. There are secrets I want to share with you. And I want you to imagine getting on the computer and it's the Holy Spirit browser. And God's inviting us to come to this place all day, every day. Instead of leaning on our understanding, coming to this place. Yeah, and I just want you to like ask God, ask him something. Ask him to show you something like you would going to the internet. And I, dude, I'm getting revelation right now. So like that scripture I was sharing from 1 John 3 where it says, you know, 
as you follow my commands and you abide in me, like whatever you ask, this is the place we do the asking. We ask as we've entered in through faith in Jesus and we're allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us into the truth. We have access to this place. And Lord, we repent from all the other places we've been looking for our questions to be answered. We look to you, Lord, and I thank you that you're going to give us answers that are going to put the world on its head, God. That's going to flip things upside down, Lord. Hmm. Did that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Did you get something? Yeah. Yeah. So so I was on the computer, the Holy Spirit Internet, and I was typing in... Are you listening to me? Sorry. Glacier.